It's July 7th, 2017, and this is Coin News. We're going to get straight to it today. It is a red day, which means it's a buy day. Um, if you're familiar with cryptos you've been watching, this is a regular weekend event. Um, usually Friday, Saturday. Oh, wow. The whole board is red. Shit. Okay, yeah, usually there's like some that are green, like hopefuls in there. But yeah, everyone's um, part of this could be the summer. Um, everybody, you know, taking off. Traditionally, I've heard that the summer is when regular traders normally they'll they'll cash out and and go out for the summer and and go do stuff and have fun. Uh, it's definitely a buy day, and everything I've been listening to right now is is reminding me to to hodl, just to buy and hold. It's a buy and hold day. Find something that looks good. Find something that looks underpriced. Put your money into it. Bitcoin is down two 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 percent. Ethereum's down six percent. Ripple's down three and a half. Litecoin's down six and a half. Ethereum Classic's down three and a half percent. Dash is down seven percent. Nem is down seven percent. IOTA's down thirteen percent. Twelve and a half. Monero's down six and a half percent. I'm rounding here. It's like BitShares down ten and a half percent. Stratus down sixteen percent. Uh, and our market cap is at 95 billion right now. Bitcoin dominance at 43.5%. And the total 24 hour volume is at 2.7 billion. And heading into, into the green, it'll be an interesting day here. A bunch of coins I know nothing about. So the first big gainer we have is a coin called Tell Your Own. Tell Your Ion. Uh, symbol is T-E-L-L, and it has risen 3,298% on the 24-hour, on a volume of only just less than $400,000, or 154 bitcoins. Uh, the website doesn't load, and the explorer doesn't load either, so who knows? The next one we've got here, with a gain of 1,243%, is, uh, I'm going to totally butcher this, Gusione coin or Guccione, or whatever. Anyway, hopping over to his website, this is actually kind of interesting. It's the son of the Penthouse and Omni magazines. Uh, the youngest son of Bob Guccione. Uh, he has a reality TV show, online digital media platform featuring erotica, uh, and I guess it's it's his coin. So here's his, uh, it's an experimental, open source, decentralized cryptocurrency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To do used as rewards. Yeah, okay. And that rose on a volume of just under $200,000 or 74 bitcoins. And our next riser today is Syndicate with 637% up on the 24 hour on $115,000 volume, 45 bitcoin. So really small, just I think it's probably just people putting their own money and pumping it in. They're just tiny. Heading over to the Syndicate website, it's it's flashy, it's nice, they have a logo, it looks like a website should look. Um, then you start reading and it says, with SYNX we aim at nothing less than raising the par. <laughs> yeah. Now I would have put this like way up front, uh, it took me about five minutes to find this on their website, but they are trying to be the next generation product management platform that connects businesses with their consumers. 
will feature fully integrated management system geared to assist business owners in keeping track of their inventory, sales, and expenses. All the records and sales reports you choose to create will be fully exportable in multiple formats. Okay, so it's a business backend. That makes sense. Our fourth gainer on today, another day of red, is MojoCoin with 500, 578% rise on a volume of 56,000 or 22 Bitcoin. I don't fully understand what's happening with Mojo. They had a version 2, they've moved to version 3. You had until June 3rd to move your coins over to their version 3 wallet or you lost everything. When you moved everything over, you essentially lost 90% of your coins. You, it was a 10 to 1, which the markets would probably account for that. I'm not quite sure what the effect all of that. Um, and then the website ends. Um, just saying, make sure you get moved over on livecoin.net. And and that's it. So I don't even, it doesn't say anything about what they do or if there's a new website or anything. So I don't know. And our fifth gainer today and last one that I'll talk about is Recoin at 116% with a volume of just over $40,000 or 16 bitcoins. Super slow website that's, that's kind of flashy. Uh, let's see, Recoin is a peer-to-peer -peer decentralized digital currency for ordinary people. Easy to use and acquire. Recoin summarizes the best characteristics of digital blah blah blah. So anyway, that's kind of like a classic, we've done nothing new, we're a copy-paste uh, site. And it looks like this livecoin.net might be, like this is the second one to like immediately mention Livecoin. So maybe everything on livecoin.net's a shitcoin. I don't know. I'm not saying these are shit coins, but I'm just getting this feeling that they're not saying that they do anything. They're just like, we're something the same. And then this one actually lists we're like the same as Bitcoin and Peercoin. Which, you know, I don't think it's bad to have multiple currencies, but right now, you know, this is obviously not something you want to invest in or look at. So that's just one of the indicators. So moving on to in the reds. So our first down red coin for right now in 24 hours is something called useless Ethereum token with a little little middle finger symbol. I love it already. Can I buy it? The world's first 100% honest Ethereum ICO. You're going to give some random person on the internet money and they're going to take it and go buy stuff with it. Probably electronics to be honest. Maybe even a big screen television. Seriously, don't buy these tokens. Let's be honest, everyone's tired of ICOs. They get hyped up for weeks, and then they launch and clog up the Ethereum network for days. Coinbase goes down for a while, and then investors see the new coin tokens lose most of their value. This ICO is going to be different. The UET token transparently offers investors no value. So there will be no expectation of gains. No gains means few investors. Few investors means few transactions, and few transactions means no Ethereum network lag. Not to mention no depressing posts on RF Trader about people losing all of their savings. Might be secure, definitely not audited. I learned all, uh, let me see. I learned all about Ethereum smart contracts and solidity over a weekend so I could launch this ICO. Most of the smart contract contract code is copied from GitHub and Stack Overflow posts, so it'd be pretty much right. Right? Also, I definitely didn't have any smart contract <laughs> Also, I definitely didn't have any smart contract experts look at the contract before I launched it. I mean, why bother? 
All the other ICOs go through weeks of auditing, and they still end up with bugs and vulnerabilities in their contracts. Anyway, it keeps going like this. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, looks like he's already made fifty-two thousand um, dollars. In addition to two hundred and four Ethereum. So based on a shitcoin that literally does nothing, he's made uh, you know, a, yeah, money. Boy, I thought about this, and I was like, ah, I'd be stupid, but apparently, apparently not. Anyway, moving on to the next coin. Next coin on the downward spiral today at 75% negative on a volume of 25,000 or 10 yeah, Bitcoin is the pre-launch of 10x. Uh, it's floating at $16 right now. Uh, personally, I did trade this this morning on Bitrex, just to be fully transparent, um, I traded the bounce, and it was really nice. To be clear, I didn't trade the pre-launch. Honestly, 10x seems to have some really good back-end things going for it. They have, they have a card going, there was some marketing. Just in general, it seemed like they were kind of hitting, you know, like 60 to 75% on all fronts, which, you know, other coins, um, like the useless token, that's all marketing. There's nothing behind it. And so that, you know, super strong marketing, super clean website, people are going to buy it, which is why he's made money. Um, this website on 10x, also clean. Um, and then the marketing on, on Reddit and YouTube and stuff was really good. Anyway, they have a card that you can then just use all of your tokens through this one debit card transaction system. Uh, I didn't look into it any more than that. I only was in it for about five minutes. Anyway, back to the list of downward spirals. We have something called DT token. It's taken, gone down minus 78%. These might have changed since I opened these tabs. That sounds like it's more than the 75% of 10x. The fluctuating markets of crypto, even as I'm delivering the report, it's changing. So the volume on that is $102,000, 40 bitcoins, or 941 NXT tokens. So that means it must be on the NXT network. Drachme Project acts as an incubator for use cases to discover potential opportunities in real-life scenarios that are not paper-based. This is achieved by working with channel partners running parallel services to their existing... What? To provide... This is like the perfect... Like I kind of want to give whoever wrote this an award for bullshit. Oh, great. Okay, so stay away from Drachme. Oh, they have a little CNBC token on there. Forbes in big letters. That's kind of like red flags to me. Got a lot of news. No idea what they do, though. Okay, so things got more interesting. Um, <laughs> apparently their first... Like, it's poorly written, and I don't understand it still, but they're trying to onboard enterprise solutions or something, and anyway, I got to a video of them giving out Nautilus coin to old people in Greece. Okay, so I'm just doing my, like, click through the video until I hit onto something interesting that I want to watch thing. It's a seven-minute video, so who's going to watch all that? Anyway, stumbled upon the guy saying that one of the main problems with adoption is that not everybody has cell phones, specifically smartphones that can hold a wallet and do all of that. So they built some sort of SMS system with Nautilus and, and deployed it. And then this video has interviews with merchants and stuff. But all of this is so poorly done, it's like, it really turns me off just, just how low quality everything is. Um, but it really feels like these are people that are doing something real. Like, they put on an event. 
and they like had people actually spend it and they're doing a use case this is really cool um, unfortunately you know this is on the in the red oh I think I posted this is in the green oh well um, yeah so DT coin or sorry DT token or Draco and the the company is named there's Athena, Drachme, D-R-A-C-H-M-A-E, and then this other company, Aona, A-O-H-N-A. It's a, all I can see is the logo. Sorry if my voice got a little bit different there. I started to eat. So our next downward, downward spiral is TurboCoin at minus 48% on a $34,000 volume, 13 Bitcoin. So pretty straightforward. Website says coming soon. Just about three hours though, so that's okay. The uh, if you're at all curious to go look at the chart between the second and the seventh on Coin Market Cap, you'll see this this jump up and down. And I, you know, I don't know for I mean, the price is so small there that I like. I'm wondering how it's trading. If that's a non, or maybe that's just because it's so small. Anyway, something weird with the recordings there. Anyway, um, I thought there was something going on there that wasn't going on. The next one, the next coin that we have on a downward spiral at minus 50% is President Sanders. Yeah. And it just links to a generic paper.ly uh, website, which, you know, it has articles and it looks like it's updated and stuff, so it's better than some of these coins. But yeah, no, the Bernie, I wouldn't get in that. I don't even know why they're doing that. Anyway, that wraps up in the red, not in the green, like I think I posted the first part. So for the next little part here, I just want to talk about exchanges. I uh, heard on another channel, can't or someone's calling or something, talking about wanting to know more about exchanges and and which ones people are using and what's useful and what you look for and anyway. So I've only really been trading actively for a very short time. I was first drawn to trading and day trading and learning about charts and everything about eight years ago, 2009, right when Bitcoin came out and I started to research started to research value, currency, stuff like that. When I came into crypto this time with money, I went immediately to Poloniex, specifically because it had the highest um, turnover, or not turnover, had, you know, the highest volume, you know, had the most dollars in it circulating, so it was going to be the most liquid, and so I kind of was like, I'll do that, because that's, you know, the quickest in and out is when there's people sitting at trades with money ready to go. Uh, you go to a lower volume exchange, you're not going to necessarily be able to get out if someone's not there to take the other side of it. So that was my initial impulse. I had my impulse this time around originally started last November and then January, and then I finally got in in June. So I like missed out hugely on on this year's this year's pump and craziness. So I'm hoping next year and then sometime in the next five years there's another pump that happens. Anyway, back to exchanges. I'm drifting. And Poloniex started to slow down like crazy. It, um, I didn't anticipate how many people were going to jump in or really think about it. And 
they their their volume surges. I mean, Coinbase goes down now, and Poloniex is like super slow, and Wallet's closing, and there was just so much too much going on. So I jumped over to Bittrex a couple weeks ago, and Bittrex has been just super easy. The graphs are easy, better to use. Um, the tools they have available are pretty much the same across the line. You're going to, you know, figure out, you know, what you want to use, but I like to look at RSI, MACD, Fibonacci, and then looking for the trends and stuff. Um, I don't do a lot of trading, but when I see something that looks good, I, I go deep. I know people have had problems with Coinbase. I haven't had any problems with Coinbase, except initially at the very beginning when my bank wouldn't allow any money to get transferred to them and I missed out on um, sub $20 Litecoin. But when went, it's the markets, it happens. I have looked at other exchanges like Kraken and BTC or BCTE. BTCE just seemed super sketch, but also just like minimal and really functional. Um, Kraken, they're like local, so I was like, hey, these guys look cool, but I, for some reason I just, the emotions didn't feel right as I was going through the sign up and everything, so I didn't go forward with that. Um, but yeah, like I said, so I guess what I'm looking for is, is an exchange that has the technology to not get overwhelmed when, when, when more people jump in, when more people are creating accounts, when something like this happens in the future. Because I do anticipate this to happen again a little bit in November, and then again in February, and then again in June. So looking for something, so I realize I don't need super volume since I'm HODL, and I just need to be able to, at some points, I mean, I'm not super HODL, I, I jump in and out, more like a swing trader, I guess. And uh, so, and something that has decent charting tools, uh, ideally it would be nice if there was something that would send me text messages and have alerts, but I get that through CryptoWatch and TradingView. So if there's anything you want to know more about exchanges or have me elaborate or talk about more, I've this is my first time doing any kind of podcast or kind of regular content. Um, so any feedback, any call-ins, um, I, I definitely listen to them and I really appreciate it knowing that people are are listening and giving me a chance while I change this and develop it and kind of, I think I've hit on kind of a format that I'm going to be doing, but uh, for these end bits like philosophy and technology and some other discussion stuff, I'm, it's really open-ended and I'm not sure um, what I should talk about. I think there was a call-in that got disappeared that had an idea and I forgot to write it down yesterday and I apologize if you, if you listen to this and that's you and I've totally forgotten. But um, please call back in. I'm, I'm starting to make a, a running list of, of ideas. So just to end out the show today, I uh, once again, this is educational and entertainment. This is not financial advice. This is not meant for you to act on or anything. This is should be just another source in, in what you're... Uh, I didn't go over the news, did I? Hold, never mind. Um, this is not the end of the show. I have to go over the news still. And uh, I said, all that time going over those new coins. I completely forgot. Okay, so once again, changing up the format a little bit today. I'm not going to go super in-depth into an article unless I see something interesting about it. I'm, so I'm just going to read headlines. Uh, so here we are on Coindesk. First one, who watches Bitcoin's Watchmen? Scaling's great game of egos. 
Next we have Life After Coinbase. Can Charlie Lee keep Litecoin's revival alive? Killing Cryptocurrency. Why it's time to retire the term. And then something from yesterday. Former Bain manager launches $50 million Bitcoin and Ethereum fund. Okay, so I'm going deep on this one because it's very interesting. CFTC formally registers new cryptocurrency swap execution facility. That's the U.S. Commodity Futures Trading Commission. Granted the blockchain startup Ledger X its formal registration as a swap execution facility. Earlier this year, they raised $11.4 million uh, by investors Miami International Holdings and uh, Huyin Blockchain Venture Investments. And so they're gonna they're gonna put up a cryptocurrency options market. That's cool. So part of okay, I'm gonna go deep here a little bit more. But part of what needs to happen for Bitcoin to stabilize, for the prices to stabilize, is is we need more futures and options trading to keep and, and this, this is from a total amateur. Maybe that's not true and I need to do more reading. But it seems to me that there, you need to be able to trade more than just the asset itself and have a lot of the mania and panic and stuff happen maybe around the futures and the options and, and you know have something where day traders are not moving the price of the currency up and down ridiculously all the time because they're actually physically trading in that asset. Could be totally wrong, but I think this is a step in. It's a step in the in the regulation direction, definitely. But I think it's also a step in adoption and melding with current systems, because um, that's the only way we're really gonna survive right now is if we meld with with existing systems. Like I think all the banks are sold on the technology as a money saving tool, which unfortunately that also means more inequality in the world because you know if the bankers aren't spending as much then they have more money um yeah so make that uh with what you will it's kind of what's going to happen uh thomas Reuters is looking for some startups to help help out and then if you're interested in the banking side of things this is kind of a banking day um check out swift i haven't read about it yet but they are they seem to be one of the main sort of bank blockchains. Oh, and moving over to Toin Coin Telegraph. Here it is. Central Europe's largest private bank embraces blockchain. Bam. Here's another great article showing the usefulness of Bitcoin and blockchain technology to emerging economies and also economies in distress. We have people in India and Venezuela, we both know have currency value issues are turning to cryptocurrency to help them to hold their value and to transact in a in a quick efficient uh, way you know and for them this is just to survive you know these places they don't have the super secure way that we have it here in the United States and this this bitcoin blockchain thing for them is a security stabilizing thing it's a real it's a real thing. It's not just numbers on a computer. It's not just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be a millionaire in ten years or whatever. Like this is like I can buy bread. <laughs> you know, I can I can make sure that my hundred dollars today is close to or around a hundred dollars tomorrow and not immediately canceled by the government or, you know, because of deflationary or is it inflationary? I'm can't remember right now. Um, you know, totally devalues it. 
so maybe we don't need the stabilizing this of it maybe itself is a stabilizer or maybe it just shows how stable we are compared to these places and blockchain ends up being somewhere in the middle so it looks like europe might go the direction of making cryptos an asset instead of just a or instead of a currency they'd make it an asset um which is kind of pushing off the point like yeah ethereum is an asset but litecoin dash zcash we need to be able to to use the cryptocurrencies that are designed as currencies as money uh, and really the only thing that needs to happen is the some, some banks and the merchants need to accept it and, and people need to have a real easy turnkey way that they don't have to futz or do anything different with their lives and just make it happen so you know make it on the phone like apple pay maybe apple pay will just add it or do like a card and you could just swipe it or a chip card or something like there's a lot of different ways that you can create an interface between regular real people and uh, blockchain and not have to make it so complicated so as those barriers come down we're definitely going to see more and more people like the only reason i came in this time around is because stuff like coinbase was just easy to use uh, and i even had my hiccups with that so you know i kind of take my level of technologiness for granted and um when i run up against someone that's like so much farther down the line not in a worse way just this they don't know about it as much um there's there's a lot of uptake you know when 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 you're still calling it the email okay so that's the news today and if there's anything i missed hopefully you found it somewhere else i want to emphasize to everybody that if you have cryptocurrency if you have coins if you're invested in something don't keep it on the exchange like keep your trading volume on the exchange but but keep keep your have a cold storage have have a computer that you can unplug and turn off and just like have it all on there or have a hardware wallet which is what I do um the Ledger Nano S I hear is amazing I have a keep key but there's some drama going on with keep key right now and I'm a little bit nervous um yeah so make sure get a wallet make sure all of your passwords you know update your passwords once a month do your necessary crypto things to make sure that you don't have things stolen cuz people are coming at this there's a lot of money here now and people are coming at this really creatively and everybody in this is some sort of techie programmer person right now the market's going to keep going down it's going to crash it's still crashing and i kind of get the feeling that crypto is kind of going under the sand again it, it's going to be so bad that people are just going to be like uh and all the quote unquote I don't like the term but quote unquote normies are are going to walk away. And I technically could be considered a normie because I jumped in pretty much, you know, this year. Um but, you know, I have a history of having watched it for a long time and known about it and just had life and drama and other stuff happen and you know, didn't pull that pull that switch to actually uh engage and invest. But um but yeah, get a hardware wallet. Do it. Do it now. Anyway, hope you're having a great day. Take care. This is July 7th, 2017, and this has been Coin News.